very cool thing, good news, is, you know, we're actually going to start second Second hour. No, second Thessalonians. Second, that's what Logan said. Second Thessalonians. Good. And today we're just going to do the first four verses, but really just focus on the two, verse two and verse three, four, wait, verse three and four. Okay. Um, but before we do that, the only announcement I have is that our hangout this month, I didn't want to guess whose house it's at. My house. Whose house? My house. My house. Oh, whose house? Logan or Cameron's? My house. Ian's house. All right. Boom. Um, so in two weeks, we're going to have our hangout youth group at the Dodds house. Okay, not next week, the week after. And there's going to be a theme, and I'll reveal the theme next week. Oh. All right. Um, okay, so we're in, we're in 2 Thessalonians now, and today I'm going to read the first four verses. All right, here we go. Let me read them for us. All right. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians and God, our, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so that's just the author writing this letter. He's like giving a greeting. You know, like when you in your letters, if you ever write letters, um, you put like, dear this person. Yeah, it's just like an intro. It's like addressing who it's to and also telling who it's from, okay? But here, here's the verses that we're going to focus on, verse 3 and 4. All right, so this is what, um, just listen to this part. This is what the authors of this letter say. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers and sisters, as is right, because your faith is growing abundantly, and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. So they're like, oh, we've got to give thanks to you because your faith is increasing. You love one another so much. Okay, they're, they're talking to this, big, this group of people who believe in Jesus. And then they say, therefore, we ourselves boast about you in the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith in all your persecutions and in the afflictions that you are enduring. So they're like, oh, we're giving thanks for you because you have so much faith, because you're loving each other so well. And they're also like, we're proud of you. Like we're boasting of you to the, to the other Christians we know around us because you guys are going through affliction, you're being persecuted, you're going through these painful situations, but you still have faith and you still have love. Um, and I guess we can, say, we can say they still have hope. So they're like, we're, we're proud of you guys. We're boasting about these things. All right, let me pray, and then we're just going to uh, talk for... A second. I'm going to share a story with you guys of one of my best friends. Okay, not my best friend Cassidy, but one of my best friends. Okay, okay. Let's pray. <clears throat> God, thank you for this time together. Um, thank you for these few verses uh, that we just get to read um, and hear about um, just how your your people love um, one another well. Um, how even in difficult situations they have faith and love and they cling to those things. Um, we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so the one thing that we're going to talk about today, okay, is this. Okay, listen to this one part, if you can't listen to anything else. When your world is falling apart, or not just when your world is falling apart, because that's kind of harder to grasp, grasp onto, but even when you're having a bad day, or when you're having a bad week, or when your world is falling apart, you are still able to love because of Jesus. Okay, you're still able to cling on to love and faith because of Jesus. All right? So I have, this, uh, I have this friend I've talked about before. I remember the guy's name who like threw the croquet thing and it like flung and hit my head and I was bleeding. Not Eli, different guy. Not Dan. Cassidy said it. What'd you say, Matthew? Jacob, how did you know that, Matthew? <laughs> yes, Jacob, okay. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob's like one of my best friends. I met him in college and he kind of talks like this. He's like, hey guys, how's it going? And uh, he's really cool, all right. And 
he just got married uh, like last December, and I went to his wedding, and uh, I was dancing so hard my pants ripped. But but that's all. That's all. Like that's just all. Did you you knew that you knew that? Yeah. That's just all. That's just all. Like background story though. Okay. But Jacob, other other than being really fun, other than being really fun, Jacob is like an incredible guy. Okay. He's like very loyal. He's super honest. He, he he's super loving. He cares for the people around him really well. You guys, any of you guys have that friend who like just really loves and cares for you really well? Yeah, well that's Jacob. Yes, Matthew? So loyal he struck my head and made a bleed. But that but that that no, that was that's how fun he is, okay? That's how fun he is. All right. But also Jacob Jacob loves me. Jacob has like loved me so well in, in the years that I was with him, and he's also encouraged me like to grow in my faith. So he, he, he's like an incredible guy. He's, he's the homie, okay? But there was actually, there was one time in Jacob's life, and Jacob said I could share the story. There was one time in Jacob's life during college, probably a couple years ago, that was like really, really hard for him. It was kind of like his world was falling apart, all right? Jacob, one thing about Jacob is that he loves his family, okay? Like he, he loves family. Like he, he'll spend time with them. He has sisters and cousins that he loves. He really looks up to his dad. He grew up in like this Christian home. His dad was a pastor, and he, he, he loves his family a lot. Okay, but a couple years ago, Jacob's world started to fall apart because he found out his, his dad came and talked to him and his, and his family, and he found out that his parents might be getting, they might be separated, he might be getting divorced because his dad was actually unfaithful to his mom. And Jacob, this wrecked Jacob's whole world because Jacob loved his family. He looked up to his dad as, as like a spiritual man, as, as a guy who raised him in this Christian household with all these values. And then everything he knew about his dad, he's like, can I, can I look up to him anymore? And my family's going to fall apart. I'm not going to be able to see like, what's going to happen with all these things. And his world was just crumbling. Like, this was like a lowest time in his life. Okay, His world was like literally falling apart. It wasn't just a bad day. It wasn't just a bad week. It was like a bad period of time. Okay, But as Jacob and I, we continued to hang out, and I tried to be a good friend to him, something that I noticed with Jacob is that the whole time as he was going through this, as he was trying to navigate what this looked like, as he was trying to step into like kind of be a, a leader with his family and try to love his sisters well and his parents well and all this, something I realized about Jacob is that he never stopped. In the midst, as, as his world was falling apart, he never stopped loving the people around him. He never just became bitter. He, he was always filled with hope and he always like chased after goodness. He always desired what was good. Like, I never heard him speak, like, a, a bad word in, all, in the midst of, not like a, a bad word, but I never heard him speak, like, a what? Like, poorly in, in, in that whole time that I, that I knew him. And for me, it was, like, it was like, that's crazy, because if that was my life, I would just be, like, so bitter and angry, and I would just give up on, like, my, like loving the, my family. Like, this is what I was thinking. Like, I, I would not be like Jacob in that situation. But something that Jacob reminded me of, is that he, he, in the midst of this tough situation, he could cling on to hope and love. And, and it kind of reminds me of the Thessalonians here, right? Because in verse, in verse, well, in verse 3, Jacob reminds me of the Thessalonians because they're like, the author's like, you have great faith, you have great love. And I'm like, that's Jacob, a man who has great faith and who has great love. And then in verse 4, in verse 4, the author's like, and also, even though you guys are going through super hard situations and super tons of affliction, you like cling on to faith and you cling on to love in the midst of these things. And that, as I was reading these two verses, I was like, this reminds me so much of who Jacob is. He's just like the Thessalonians. 
someone who in the midst of his world falling apart in tons of pain, he was holding on to love and to hope. And, and he would say it's because of Jesus, because Jesus actually like, gave him this love and this hope and enabled him not to be bitter or hopeless. Um, so as, as I'm thinking about, thinking about Jacob, as I thought about Jacob, I was like, Jacob actually reminds me of someone else, not just the Thessalonians, but as I thought about Jacob and the way he reacted to the situation. Um, and the amazing thing is, Jacob's parents were able to reconcile and his family's together, and they're all doing really good and working towards healing, which is really amazing. Um, but as I thought about Jacob in this time, it actually reminded me a lot of the life of Jesus. All right? As, like, as I, as I hung out with Jacob, part of me felt like I was hanging out with Jesus. And that was partially because the Holy Spirit was inside of Jacob, right? Like, and I got to spend time with Jacob in the midst of this hard situation. But I continuously saw J- Jesus in Jacob during this time in his life. And then I started to think about Jesus, and Jesus suffered, right? Jesus went through a lot of affliction. And there's actually one time, kind of going back to this past weekend, right? That's right in our mind. Jesus suffered so much that he was actually crucified on a cross. Like he allowed himself to be hung on a cross and, and killed to actually show us and demonstrate how much he loves us. He, Jesus could have got down from the cross with his power. He had all the power to get down from the cross. He had all the power to call fire down on the people who were judging him and to have them destroyed. But instead, he actually allowed himself to be destroyed to, sh- to say, I love you, to cling on to love in the midst of a situation that was full of pain and affliction. And so as I think about Jacob, it reminds me of Jesus. And as I think about Jesus, it like makes me so emotional because it's like Jesus could, had all the power in the world to not cling on to love, to actually demonstrate power and, and burning his enemies and the people who, who um, crucified him. But instead, he allowed himself to be crucified, to say, I love you, to cling on to love, to cling on to faith. And so just to finish up, Jesus and Jacob show us something that is true, okay? Both Jesus and Jacob, they show us something that is true. And this is what it is. The life that Jesus gives, the life that Jesus gives to you, the life that Jesus offers to you and to me and gives to us, it actually enables us to cling on to love and to cling on to faith when your world is falling apart, when you've had a bad day, when you've had a bad week, when you've had a bad year. The life that Jesus offers to you actually enables you to cling on to hope and faith and love in in the midst of your world falling apart. And we're going to go into small groups and we're actually going to talk about how we can like practically, how, how this practically works out in our lives. Um, so we're going to do that. But before we do that, let's pray. Okay. God, we thank you for, um, we thank you for reminders of um, your love demonstrated um, in pain and affliction. Uh, we thank you. I thank you for Jacob and his friendship and his love and his faith, even in the midst of a situation where he had every reason to let go of those things. Um, and we thank you for Jesus um, and for the life that he offers us, um, a life that enables us to let go of bitterness um, and hold on to hope, uh, to let go of hatred and cling to love, um, and let go of fear and hold on to faith and trust in you. We ask that you would um, show us what these things really look like in our lives. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.